Radio 77 WABC. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. So Michael Kemper is the chief of transit for the NYPD, and I met him weeks ago at uh, one of Keith Kantrowitz's dinners that we hold monthly. It's a great time. Keith Kantrowitz and Paul Carlucci and Anthony Carone and Big Mark Oranger and Mark Simone, who goes everywhere every day. We all get together. And then I actually met Marilyn, his uh, lovely wife, at the uh, Second Avenue Deli, which is not on Second Avenue, a couple of weeks ago. He's a great cop, a great New Yorker, and he's Jewish, too. And he's become a good friend, and he helped me out yesterday, helped all of New York out yesterday. It turned out to be nothing, but who knows? Maybe next time it could be something, and I believe that'll be his message this morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you, buddy? Good. Good morning, and uh, thank you for that uh, intro. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. It's all true. So, again, I spoke to four of the most powerful people, not just in the city but the country, yesterday because I was 100% sure that I was thwarting some big-time terrorist attack. Thank God it didn't turn out to be the case. But as you said to me yesterday, Mike, there is a message there, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. And, look, here's what I'll say. This incident began and ended exactly how we wish they all begin and end, right? So what do we have? We have you. You're an alert and concerned New Yorker. You see something that raised your suspicion, something seemed off to you, and you immediately alerted us. And because of your alert, you know, that allowed us to respond there quickly. You know, quick investigation was conducted, and it was determined that no crime or any unlawful activity uh, was occurring. So, uh, again, we, we often say if you see something, say something. We mean that. We say that all the time. And I think yesterday was a perfect, perfect example of if you see something, say something. You know, I have to be honest here for a second, and, and this um, it's embarrassing, but when I spoke to you late in the <laughs> afternoon and you said to me, this is the best outcome, I know it's going to sound crazy, maybe even awful. I was a little disappointed. I was like, really? Like, I didn't just thwart, like, a big-time attack? Like, the, the guy actually works in the subway station? I was almost disappointed that I wasn't part of this uh, this major sting, but on a serious note, you're right, thank God this wasn't, but is it fair to say, Mike, with what's going on in Israel over the last two months and the war escalation and the all the anti-Semitism we see every day in this city from college campuses to professors to all these pro-Palestinian rallies, is it fair to say that your job has become increasingly more difficult? Listen, our job as, as, as cops at the NYPD, this is New York City, it's, it's a challenge every day. But, look, we're in crazy times, right? I mean, a lot going on around the world, you know, you know starting with terrorists striking Israel and, and, and triggering that war. And, you know, to be quite frank, people are on edge. People are nervous. And we get that. Tensions are high. But, you know, we just we want to remind New Yorkers to take a deep breath. There's no credible threats to New York City at this time. But again, like like yesterday, what you did, remain alert. We ask everyone to remain alert, remain vigilant. If you see something, say something. Sid, I want to say this also. Could you imagine, you know, and I know everyone's ribbing you, and, and I, I got to be honest, I was coming in, I listened to your 6 o'clock opening, and uh, I was literally laughing out loud in the car, <laughs> but, but 
you know, that's all good fun. You know, it's always good fun. That's what guys do, right? We, we, we make yeah. fun. But again, thank God it ended the way it ended. But Sid, envision this. Envision you seeing that, thinking nothing of it or felt stupid or bad to, you know, to, to, to call that in. And then God forbid something did happen. How would you feel after that? Right. Right. Yes. So we, again, everything that happened yesterday from the beginning to the end was perfectly executed. So thank you. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. Well, thank you. This is uh, the chief of transit, a super guy. Everybody loves Michael Kemper. I'm serious. Everybody loves him. So I Mike, don't know about that. I no, know I know. Uh, I don't know anybody who doesn't like it. Uh, and if they don't, screw them. Uh, there are two major, major events. You know, uh, Danielle, you haven't met my wife, Danielle, yet, but you will. So she sends me this message. She goes, you know, Fred Lebe- uh, LeBeau, who, um, of course, uh, was a New York City marathon runner. He created it. He was a Holocaust survivor. His family fled from the Germans and the Russians, and he did create the first New York City marathon in Central Park. So that would be a perfect opportunity, whatever they have, forty or 50,000 runners, including my wife, Danielle, running her sixth New York City marathon. Even tonight, you've got the Halloween parade. So you've got two yep. major New York City events coming up this week. With all that terrorism crime backdrop, what is the police department doing tonight and Sunday extra to make sure that these people will all be safe? So let let me say this. These events, there are no threats to these events. These are annual events. These events are going to go off without a hitch. Look, again, I I, I might sound biased, but I don't think I, I really am. This is the NYPD. This is the greatest police department in the world. There's really nothing we cannot accomplish. So, listen, our plans are finalized. I, you know, we were on calls all week leading up to the marathon, leading up to the Halloween parade. You know, we have plans for, for, for street level. And, and certainly, you know, talking to me, overseeing the subway system, in the subway system, you know, you know how many people are traveling to and from uh, with mass transit. So you're going to see an increased uh, uniform presence, you know, street level and in the subway system. Yeah, I know. For, I know uh, a lot of the folks that I know who uh, run the marathon. I mean, we don't really frequent the Halloween parade. I think we've done it once or twice. But again, oh, we go. To, yeah, we go to every marathon, and uh, those subway cars, as you know, Michael, they are packed. I mean, they are packed. As folks have to get to the ferry uh, in most cases. So I believe that most people do take public transportation. So Sunday morning, those trains are, are busier than an average workday. Absolutely. And listen, when you're talking about packed, I mean, you're great. So just throw something out there now. I mean, ridership right now in the subway system, you know, what, you know, daily averages of four plus million paid riders a day. And, you know, ridership is coming back. The subway system is back when it comes to ridership. And these are the highest levels since COVID. So this is all positive. It's a good thing when the subway system is crowded. No, I agree with that. And I take it every day. I take the six train. I take the four train. I take the five train all to get down to the ferry to get back to the beach. Where I love it so much. This is uh, Chief of Transit, the policeman, uh, Michael Kemper, joining us uh, on this uh, busy New York week, the big Halloween parade downtown tonight and the New York City Marathon, a huge event uh, coming up on Sunday. You know, my friend Bo just uh, called me, Deedle, and he's like, 
you know, he's worried about me and my family because I've got such a huge voice. I'm on New York radio. I've got the number one morning show, and I'm clearly one-sided here. I'm not worried about the Palestinians at this point. I'm still pissed about the Israelis. And he said, you know, you need to talk to Kemper. You've got to get a gun. You've got to get a gun permit and, and all these types of things. And I've never had a permit. I've never even fired a gun, to be honest with you. But uh, do you recommend, Mike, uh, during these times, even though the NYPD is doing a great job, that people who otherwise did not have a gun think twice about not having one? Listen, I, again, if you're asking me if I think people should be walking around with guns, I mean, that's, uh, uh, it's unfortunate to even have to think like that. I, listen, my recommendation is just, you know, be aware of your surroundings, remain vigilant. And, uh, again, if you feel, you know, something's off or you feel uncomfortable, you know, get that to us right away. Call 911, grab a cop, let us respond, let us triage the situation, and we have more than sufficient resources to take care of any sort of situation that's going on. We have just our uniform cops, but that's supplemented by we have an emergency service unit. Uh, we have a bomb squad. Uh, we have a, an amazing counterterrorism and intel uh, bureau, and you know, and so on. So, listen, the New Yorkers should really, really – uh, have confidence that, you know, the NYPD is here to protect them. This is all about public safety, I uh, said. Last one, we'll let you run, Michael, and you were terrific, which I knew you'd be. Uh, on Sunday, in the rain, I decided not to watch the Giants and the Jets. Instead, I headed down to Cooper Union. My friend Curtis Sliwa came along, too, when we held a pro-Israel rally. Unfortunately, not nearly as big as these pro-Palestinian rallies, but it was what it was. But Danielle and I actually drove down to uh, Lower Manhattan and took the train from our old apartment at Battery Park to NYU, 8th Street, you know. And uh, I was just wondering, with all the threats to the Jewish students at NYU, Columbia, those schools specifically, do you guys have cops uh, in those subway stations, specifically by those schools, because of all the threats to the Jewish students? Yes, absolutely. And listen, I'll I'll go further. We're we're well aware, uh, you know, a lot of what we do is intel-driven. Uh, we're well aware of planned protests. And again, you know, the, the NYPD is extremely responsive and reactive to that. So not only are we uh, positioned or deployed in those areas uh, during, uh, you know, times where there are no protests, but certainly if we become aware or when we become aware of a protest, we increase our presence, not only street level, but, you know, uh, in the subway system or any sort of station that's in close proximity. So to answer your question, absolutely, sir. You know what was impressive yesterday on the way out here was that uh, from the time I contacted Eric uh, Adams, the mayor, all you guys, you, of course, chief of transit, uh, Eddie Caban, the police commissioner, the counterterrorism head, all four of you contacted me in less than an hour. And to me, that said a lot about how organized the unit is from the mayor to the commissioner to you guys in charge of your specific units. That spoke loudly to me about how well organized, Michael, you guys are. I found it to be very impressive. I appreciate that. And listen, yesterday was yesterday's incident. You know, this is this is the norm. We're, we're in direct communication. Uh, and, and again, we have access. And, and, and again, you know, we kid, uh, you know, we joke, but uh, Again, thank you for yesterday, and to anyone listening to me, any if you see anything that seems off, anything that raises your suspicion, let us know immediately and let us triage that situation. This is all about public safety, and you can never be too cautious and never let your guard down. Who's got the best pizza in New York? Oh, wow. You know, it's, it's interesting. You say, I'm, I, I live in Staten Island, so 
If you're going to go square, I'm going to go to Brothers in Staten Island. <laughs> and I like Joe and Pat. Joe and Pat's on Victory Boulevard. Uh, those are probably two of my favorite. But then I, I, try, I was in Park Slope. Someone turned me on to Luigi's, I think it's called. Yeah. In, in, in Park Slope. Unbelievable pizza. So that's probably running a close second or third. Mike Orange had told me to ask you that. Uh, you're not even close, mind you. The best pizza is probably L&B Spumoni Gardens in that's Brooklyn. Good. The only thing you guys do well in Staten Island is uh, short-stay motels. The Victory Motor Inn's a great place. <laughs> I don't know nothing about that. There's nothing about the Victory Motor Inn. Off the Staten Island Expressway at Victory Boulevard exit. I never... See, Mike, this is why I love you so much, man. You're the absolute best. Thank you for uh, thank you for all your help yesterday. Thank you for keeping New York safe. Thank you for our friendship. You stay safe out there, buddy. Thank you so much. Sid, thank you. And, and listen, Sid, thank you for your support. You emceed that event, the Back to Blue event last week. I was there. Thank you. Thank you to John and Margo Katsimitidis for your, your steady and unwavering support of law enforcement. It's appreciated. Be well, Sid. You too, buddy. I love you. That's Michael Kemper. Stay safe.